Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. And no, I did not write that Jordan and LeBron debate line, Keyshawn Johnson. It is time to skip the BS, time for Undisputed, time to talk wow boys with my guys, Keyshawn Johnson and Michael Irving. Good morning, Michael Irving, excuse me. Good morning, gentlemen. What's happening? Yeah. Michael, you there? There you are. I am here, guys. Good to hear your voice. Great to hear you guys too, man. And hey, it starts tonight, the main week. It it won't end Sunday night, but you know what I'm saying. It's the beginning. You got it. All right, we do start today by coming at the Dallas Cowboys from a very different angle. So think about this with me. Here they sit at nine and three with the NFL's number one offense and number three defense having won 14 straight games at home with the Eagles coming to town Sunday night. And yet all I continue to hear is that this is the perfect worst case scenario for Cowboy fans, that the 2023 Cowboys have set up Cowboy Nation for yet another epic collapse. That's all I hear. Just as they pretty much done right on cue year after year after year after year after year for 28 years since they played in their last NFC championship game and won their last Super Bowl. For years and years on ESPN, all I heard from my man Stephen A. Smith was the Cowboys are in an accident waiting to happen. Seven years on this show, all I heard from my man Shannon Sharp was the Cowboys will predictably do cowboy things, bad things at the worst times. Keyshawn Johnson. Yo. You did play for the Dallas Cowboys. Yes. So with the Cowboys flying into the teeth of their schedule, Eagles at Bills, at Dolphins, Lions, is it fair now to anticipate They'll do what they've pretty much done for 28 straight years, break their fans' hearts. I, I, well, the, the way that you position that question to me, Skip, is you said for 28 years, the way that they broke their fans' hearts. Mm-hmm. That means finishing the deal. I don't know that the I don't think that the Cowboys are going to finish the deal. I think that they'll make the playoffs, but then I think they'll be home for the rest of the postseason as it stands right now. Because you're asking me to predict this. So essentially, yes, it's the same setup that we've seen since 1996, Skip. It's the same setup. I was at that Super Bowl. In fact, I was hanging out 
with Michael, the playmaker, in 1996 in Arizona when they played the Pittsburgh Steelers. Wait, you were hanging out? Well, he was, you know. He, like late at night? You were well, it, they won. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I, in the same <laughs> areas. Yeah. Yes. In the same in areas. The same, we were in the same areas. That was my rookie season going into the <laughs> NFL, and I had an opportunity to meet a guy named the playmaker. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah. Look, they're, they're getting ready to face a wounded team who two weeks ago had the number one seed. Everyone was saying they're the top dogs in the Philadelphia Eagles. They're coming into Dallas wounded. So they're mad. Wounded by the outcome, not, not injured. You're no, wounded about, by yeah, the outcome. Yeah, okay. And the noise that continues to surface throughout the Pennsylvania area about what type of team they are. Okay, so they're getting ready to go into Dallas. Then as I look further, and we, we have this conversation all the time, Skip, the history shows that the Cowboys will crumble. And you mentioned some of that, but I'll give you a little bit more. All right. They won eight division titles. They, they have won division eight times since winning the Super Bowl back in 96. They've never gone further despite winning those divisions than the divisional round. Correct. Which means they never reached the NFC Championship Not game. Once. To give you and Michael Irvin real hope yep. that they're going to finish the deal. Mm-hmm. They are 5-12 in playoff games since 96. Mm. Now, let's get to what we always talk about, the 14-game home winning streak that you believe is on your side. Nice, cushy field, a lot of bounce to it. As I've told you, the average score in those 14 games was 37 to 18. You say, well, who have they played? But they, they did beat the, the opposition coming into yeah, Dallas. Yeah, they, they beat the team. You win who okay. you win who right. you win. But okay. now that you mention that, Everybody. Those teams were 47 and 51 and 47, 57 and 1 okay. combined. The best team record was the Giants at 7 and 3. No other team that they faced had seven wins. No other team that they faced other than the Seahawks was above 500. Wait. Don't tell me that. Don't you dare open your mouth and say Eagles. Eagles, Gordon Minshew, don't do that. Eagles. Don't do that, well, Skip. Well, I mean, they were way Oh, over God, Skip, they I knew the... you were going to go there. Well, I don't count the Eagles. I don't count them. But here's what I would say. This is an opportunity of a lifetime, as we talked about it yesterday. Is. It is. Not only for the Cowboys, the franchise, but for the star quarterback. If he can finish the deal and show that he can beat this opponent like San Francisco did, maybe not the same... I don't care if it's by half a point. I agree. Can he win this one? I agree. Because everybody is watching, Michael. The world will be watching. You will not avoid me Sunday night because you will be with me sitting next to me (laughs) watching this, Michael. You have to be. Because if you don't, I will crucify you, okay, for avoiding me for this particular game. You have an opportunity. Let's see if you can seize the moment. Mm. Yeah. You know what I love, too, and I, and I do love that because we can't go back to them days, kid. We can sit here and bring up and bring people along and say, man, I remember at that Super Bowl we were talking about it. And, Key, you know what? You just read that, that, that That's a sign, Key. I got to take that as a sign. God saying something, you know. You and Key are back together this year. True. The last time y'all were together were out there in Arizona when y'all were at, when you were in the Super Bowl. Key, I appreciate you bringing the Cowboys Nation that God sent you as a sign to them that we're going back to where we and I, you and I had that conversation. Now, let me tell you 
why this is going to be different this time. And I know we're talking about it. Guys, this is how I harmonize all the things I said. Remember, we started talking about that Dak Prescott. A couple weeks ago, I said, I don't want to hear that MVP stuff. It's coming out of this side and that side of your mouth. Then, after he started playing well, I said, now he's grabbed the other M. He's grabbed the M and half that V. But to get that other half of the V in the P, you got to win this game. The reason this thing is going to be different is because Dak Prescott is now different. He's ready to take this step. He talked about it. I keep going back to it with that interview I had with him. And since that moment, they have taken off. They have taken off. This is the next step. To take them farther, to get them into an NFC championship game and start talking about getting towards the Super Bowl. Once you get into the NFC championship games, a lot of this has to stop. All of this has to back out. I know we said Dallas hasn't been there since yours truly was there playing, but the reality is there's a lot of teams that haven't been there over the last 30 years. But we ain't talking we about a lot of teams, teams Michael. We're, we're not talking about a lot of teams, teams Michael. And, 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 wait, 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 wait. I, didn't, I understand we're not a lot of teams. I'm just stating facts. I understand that, and we're, we're not we're – not, we expect more out of – us, well, the Dallas Cowboys, I should say, expect more out of the Dallas Cowboys because they wear the star. Yeah, and, and, and so when you think helmet, about so it, when you think that. about it, those okay. where the Cowboys are, mm-hmm. they're in a situation okay. where Wait. they've got to figure okay. out Wait. 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 Okay. how to okay. get over this hump. Okay. Okay. And we and you and I, we keep talking about this because they haven't gotten there yet. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they have not gotten there yeah. makes you wonder, are we going to see the same repeat performance that we continue to see year in and year out. Different team, different makeup, different players. Whether it's Michael Parsons, C.D. Lamb, whether it's Young Ferguson, they all got to rise to the occasion. Whether it's Hooker at the safety position, whether it's Gilmore bringing over that savviness, whatever the case may be, they've got to step up to the plate. Okay. Before I launch on this, just a quick aside about you were there in Scottsdale back in early 1996. It, it was my entering into you, you the were, draft. You were distracting yeah. my team right. from its goal no, no, of winning no, no. the Super Bowl? No, no, no. Michael Irvin and company were distracting me from oh. understanding oh. what the NFL was all about. <laughs> I kept hearing these That's stories that deep. night after night, <laughs> my guys, my Dallas Cowboys, were frequenting these these late-night clubs featuring these scantily clad women. I don't know what was happening, but but that's what I kept hearing, and I, I just hope you weren't being tainted I, by the ways. But. I was with some adults <laughs> oh, okay. that were in the National Football yeah. League right. teaching me okay. what yeah. I could potentially turn my life into. Got it. Okay. You were getting career wisdom yes. from Playmaker. Yes. Got it. All right. Now I'm going to launch on this. This has persisted year after year after year. And it it is my cross to bear. You you talked about crucified. This is my cross to bear because this has almost become self-fulfilling prophecy for my team. Because my players now, thanks to social media, my Dallas Cowboys, every year they read that they're going to have an epic fail. And I think it starts to actually manifest itself. It, right. it, it's like it gets right. spoken into existence by the internet because they read it and it pollutes their psyches to the point 
that they start to expect that starting Sunday night down this stretch run, they're going to collapse. Even you have already predicted they're going to lose to Philadelphia. I think you predicted they're going to lose both the road games. I did. Okay, so that's three in a row at the worst possible time because this is supposed to be your stretch run. God bless Coach Lander. He always preached that you have to streak into the playoffs if you're going to go win the Super Bowl. Well, if you lose three in a row in December, that's no good. That won't work. And then the Lions come, and I think you're going to give them the Lions game. But after the Lions, I'm not sure you can get it back. Go ahead. So, look, check this out, though, Skip. You said it's starting to come Mm -hmm. Sunday. I'll mention one thing. Your coach just had a surgery. He did, and I don't Th- We're going to get into all of that. We're gonna but think about, but just yeah. think it, about. It, it hit me hard yesterday. Think about that, and they, though. They say he's going to be fine. No, I understand I, I, that, but just think about that for yeah. a minute. It, it, it's just impossibly <laughs> wrong, even though I think he's going to be just fine. Yes. I think he'll be right back in the saddle on Sunday night. Yeah. But it's not the best-case scenario for this week as you prep for your biggest game. It could be the biggest game of the NFL season. It's not great because he is now the play caller. Years past, I never was sure what he did. He's been calling plays at a very high level. He has reached back into his past, his Aaron Rodgers past, and rekindled the fire of people talking about him as maybe the best play caller in the NFL. And yet, my team, psyches are polluted to think, Uh, uh uh-oh, here we go again. They won't say it publicly, but, but in their minds, They're being taught, they're being told that you are going to fall on your face mask starting now. But Keyshawn, for me, history should be history, literally past. Understood. It it, it should be a new day, a new era, a new time, a new feeling of we're different. My quarterback is, he's a new man to me. I I don't even recognize him half the time because I don't see the the old Dak Prescott, the guy who just last year Uh led the, I think we just heard Michael come back. Yeah, we're, 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 yeah. yeah. In in everything that you're saying is correct, Skip, about the past and all those things. And it would be different if it was reversed. If that 47 and 57 and one was 57, 47 and one, people would think differently. I promise you, but when you are jumping on the table, screaming and hollering and pounding your fist and doing the, the signature Skip Bayless mm-hmm. about your Dallas Cowboys, yeah. and you ain't beat nobody, you're not going to get the benefit of the doubt, big dog. That's okay. just the reality of it. Okay, but the, the team doesn't need to think that way. And I don't know if the veteran leaders in that locker room can stand up this week. I'm, I'm talking about a Zach Martin. I'm talking about a Tyron Smith out of USC. I'm I'm talking about DeMarcus Lawrence. Can they stand up and say history is history? It's past. It's over. We we are new. We are different. We're going to do this because. Do y'all believe they can? Okay. This is the truth. Right. Doesn't matter what we believe. Doesn't matter what we believe. Michael. Hey. It only matters what they believe and what they know. Skip is absolutely right on this. And, 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 And listen, you're right on. How And this is where I was going, Skip, when I kept saying there are 30 other teams, a lot of other teams that haven't won in 30 years. But you, you, you picked it up perfectly. You picked it up perfectly. But all we hear about is the Dallas Cowboys. That's exactly what all they hear about 
is the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. So it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. It does. You know, you hear it, then you produce it. You hear it, then you produce it. This is why the Bible says faith coming by hearing. You hear it, then you, you produce it. You that hear it, true. then you produce it. This is what they're going to break. This is what they have to break. And the only way to break it, you started with, you talked about those big boys on the front and that offensive line. And then once they give them the time, Dak has to make the right plays and everybody has to make the right plays. I found it interesting even in this because you guys didn't catch this. Key, when you started talking, Key, you started saying, hey, they're talking about a wounded team. I guess you're talking about the Eagles. And, and then a stumbling team. Stum- so they're already setting up, Skip. They know once the Cowboys win, he's already setting it up. Well, they were wounded. Yeah. They were stumbling in. They were coming off all these hard True. games they had to play in a row, and Dallas got them. That's what I already see the setup. I'm just saying oh, I'm going my. to take this game, Keith. I'm going to beat up with you Sunday night. Don't worry about that. Mm. Don't sweat that. I got faith this time. I Skip, I'm not scared. I'm going to walk right in the mouth of that lion, and we're going to take her out this time. So the last time you didn't have faith is what you just admitted to, Mr. Irving. What? That's no, what you're no, telling no. me. Because you said, I, got I have faith like I told this time. That's what, it came out your mouth, not mine. And in terms of the wounded right, setup, right. <laughs> you can't tell me, much like the 49ers went on a, a, a 0-3 skid, that they didn't feel some type of way going into Jacksonville when you and you and everybody right. else were talking right. about how bad of a team they were. When they got their bye and they regrouped, and they brought their D.C. to the sideline, and they went into Jacksonville and smashed them. This is the same mirror image that is now being projected on the Philadelphia Eagles, being wounded, beat up, battered, handled, destroyed, put in the trash can by the 49ers, and now they have an opportunity, an opportunity to walk into Jerry's world when everything is on the line. Michael Irvin and Keyshawn Johnson and Skip Bayless tweeting back and forth, and you're sitting there looking a certain way as you watch this game for the Eagles to go into this stadium and upset the, South, uh, upset the Dallas Cowboys because it will be an upset based on a 14-0 road, uh, home record. This is what Skip would right say. Back in. Now they go in there and upset you, putting you in a position to now have to go on the road, go whether it's through Philadelphia or San Francisco, to relive 1996, only this time it'll be in Las Vegas, you will not be able to do that mm. because you will not be able to go on the road, Philadelphia, San Francisco, if Philly beats you, because they, essentially they're going to wrap it up, right, Skip? If they win Sunday, they wrap up the division, wouldn't you say? Well, I don't know. On any given Sunday, I, I don't know what. Well, are you serious right well, now? We got too many games left for you to say. Oh, because all of a up. sudden, all of a sudden, the so Giants will come. All of a sudden, the Giants still twice have to, they have to in Arizona. Seattle, they have to go to yeah, Seattle. Yeah, but that, that doesn't flip right even on its if, Even if they lost to Seattle. Okay. What if we go to Buffalo and win, and all of a sudden we're right back in where okay. we should be? Right? I'm giving you real. You giving me uh, it, something it, else. No, I'm giving you. It's going to be day. I, I capitulate that. I capitulate that, Key. It'll be a tough run, and, and, and there's no doubt. But we're sitting, I, I'm sitting here telling you why I have faith in that run. Anytime. You're, because of the MVP in Dak Prescott and the way he's playing, the way he's protecting the football, and the way that offensive line that Skip talked about. Nobody's talking about this. 
just because it's old news. But that offensive line right now is playing like one of the best offensive line in the National Football League. I was watching some tape of that 49ers-Philly game. That 49ers defense was slamming Philly offensive line. Didn't let them get any chance to get any kind of run game going. I mean, they were physical with them. We, we need Dallas's offensive line to be physical with Philly's defensive line. And, and, and I need somehow Dallas defensive line to be able to stop the run because I just think Philly's going to try to okay. reestablish that run game. All right. Let me sum this up for you. The Dallas Cowboys are better than the Philadelphia Eagles. I've been saying it all year, but you have to go prove it on the Sunday night stage. My offense is leading the whole league in points scored. Philly's defense has plummeted to 24th in points allowed. Number one versus number 24. I think we have a significant advantage. My quarterback, as Michael just suggests, is playing at an extremely high level above even Jalen Hurts. But Jalen has proven again and again that he comes up clutch in big moments in the biggest games. You have to go prove it against Jalen Hurts on Sunday night. 14 wins in a row at home means you now have a supreme home field advantage that you never had in the past. It means you should just go take care of business and take care of a reeling Philadelphia on Sunday night. They're a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home. I think they should be six-point favorites at home because I think in the haters' hearts, heart of hearts right now, I think in Keyshawn's heart of hearts, he knows that Dallas is better than (laughs) Philadelphia. He sees it coming. He's scared. He's horrified. The haters are horrified about the tidal wave that could wash over America by America's team because America's team is better than it's ever been since 1996. Skip, I'm not a hater. (laughs) All I try to do is bring order to you and Michael, man. That's really all I try to do. But y'all don't see it. But I want to ask you a question, though, Skip. Does opponents really matter? The type of opponent that you play, does it matter? I I guess ultimately it does, but you just have to beat who's on your schedule. And if you you, beat the tar out of them, it's impressive. Ten years from now, now, we're not going to say they played the Giants. We're going to say they were 9-3 and at this point. It's not that, 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 that's, not very, that's, very, real, that's very that's very that's very true of the game that is very true because when you won your three super bowls you guys didn't go through just a gauntlet of 16 games you had good play teams that you play and then you had a couple cupcakes that you played i get it i understand that the problem that you have right now though is you're not battle tested the philadelphia eagles are battle tested you passed a they pop are. quiz with an open book against the Seattle Seahawks, and they hung up 35. They rang up 35 on this great defense Sean, that that's was keep, a, that was skip, a keep talking about. That was a battle, and we tested Oh, out. God, you want it to be a battle. Oh, Michael, I want to ask you something before Skip takes us out of this. Do you think that the Dallas Cowboys could have used Shaq Leonard because you were not with us the other day talking about this? And, and I heard the conversation. I heard the conversation. I heard both of you guys talking about that, and Skip – you know, talking talking about the back injuries and everything, and and, and Indy letting him go. So, yeah, I I, I want it because I know that the second level Dallas needs help, and I was willing to even risk risk 
that those back injuries, oh. it, you know what I mean, just to have some kind okay, of – Okay, don't say anything, y'all. Skip, take but us to on break. on the other side of it, oh, on the other so side, he's right. He's right. Yeah. You know, the oh. other teams have him. It, yeah. You know what I mean? The other teams had him. And Shaq's a good player, but – if he can get he back to, to where he was, he's a good player. Yeah. But you, I, I would have liked to have had him. Oh, would have liked to have had him. Okay, that's all. I just wanted to know. Uh, Keyshawn, he would have been yeah, nothing like more than icing I, I want to stack up with as many good players as we can. Icing. But I don't worry about how much they cost or what else is going to be. Just bring them in here. I only care about this year. Jerry, the other, they got to worry about things down the road. I just want a Super Bowl now. I don't care how much it's going to cost you later. I don't care how much money you're going to lose later. I don't care how much you're over the cap later. I just want it now, now, Good. now, now. Your wish is my command. Here it comes. Okay, up next, how much would winning this little tournament help LeBron's go case? Uh, I guess we'll be hearing that lyric. <laughs> When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me. Or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. So tonight we have the first two semifinals of this new in-season tournament in Las Vegas. I must admit, I'm looking forward. We got Pacers Bucks, we got Pelicans Lakers, and it has been widely reported that LeBron James is on a mission to win this inaugural tournament to be the first. So if he and the Lakers pull this off, Keyshawn, yes. how much would it help LeBron's goat kicks? I, look, I don't think that many people are really putting too much emphasis on whether or not the Lakers and LeBron win an in-season tournament other than LeBron and his teammates. I don't think that the mass of people who are having these conversations, because number one, there was no in-season tournament back in the day no. when you made up this whole Michael Jordan stuff that you keep going through in your own mind about versus LeBron and all those sort of uh, things. Uh. I think it certainly, for LeBron James, helps him, okay, and his teammates. Because winning sometimes is contagious, man. You win and it just, 
it's like a, it spreads. And, it and, and so if you have a habit of winning and winning in situations of tough competition, because the competition on the other side, you best believe the Pelicans, and let's assume Milwaukee comes out of the other side, they're trying to win it too. So you're in there, you're not just showing up with your bags at the hotel room and to the locker room and sit on the bench. You're in there for real competition. This is important to those four teams that are in Las Vegas playing on the floor. It may not be important to everybody else, and you can have the argument, oh, well, you know, does it help his case as a GOAT? You're going to have these arguments or these conversations about Michael Jordan being better than so-and-so. Is so-and-so being better than LeBron? And is Kobe Bryant in the conversation? And is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in the conversation? I know you want a definitive answer from me, but as I always say, Skip, and I'll continue to say, if I'm not having a conversation starting with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar about the best player to ever play at every single level, despite the time, the rules, all of those sort of things, then why are we even having a conversation? So you're on the record now, Kareem is the GOAT. No, no. What I am on the record saying is if we're not having a starting the conversation, because it's always Michael and LeBron, we never put a guy in there that was dominant in high school. They changed the rules in college. It, 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 you know, the NBA. And don't tell me for five years with the Lakers he didn't do anything, not until he got magic, because the argument can be made that Michael Jordan didn't do anything until he got Scottie Pippen. So that's not a so you don't want to get into that conversation. I do, but you don't. Mm. Why would you? Because <laughs> Michael was scaring the hell out of everybody pre And, and Kareem wasn't? Yeah. Uh, yeah. well, he did win a championship with Oscar in Milwaukee. I give you that. And then he went to LA and he was pretty quiet for what was it? It was four years before Magic arrived. Are you okay? Kareem was more of a follower than a leader. Magic was the ultimate <sighs> leader. Now you're, talk, now you're talking leader. about something different, though, yeah. Skip. You're moving the goalposts. Now you're talking about leadership. If right. that was the case, that dude across from us, that, that our colleague, is the best sports in the history of player in the history of sports because his leadership was unquestionable. Well, I've made the case he's the best wide receiver ever. No, I ain't, even talking, about, I ain't even talking about that's That's... Set that aside. I'm talking about his leadership. Well, I was there. You the dude I was there. The was dude the didn't play with me not one bit. Mm -hmm. But he led me by not even knowing he was leading me just by his examples of the things he was doing. Truth. So you, you can't use that, Skip. We know Michael was a different type of leader. Magic was a different leader. You can't use that. But what... But that is Michael was different though. You know, Skip. When you talk about it, even if Cap was quiet. LeBron. I mean, you didn't. Then Bird and Magic. You know, Magic had the pizzazz, but Bird was quiet. Yes. What scared people and what what you're talking about, Skip? If Michael Jordan didn't come in saying. I'm trying to be your friend. You know what I'm saying? So, so, and, and he was like, I don't, you can't be my friend unless you help me win. And he let that be known that it, this is what he was about. This is all he's about. I have an issue with that. LeBron, listen, the, the question we are asking if, if, if they, how much is in season tournament is going to help towards that goat talk of LeBron James? When we talk about it, I don't think it will help much. Because we're going to sit here and say, man, Jordan got six. LeBron got four. 
I don't get on out of here with that NCAA tournament stuff. Nobody want to hear that mess. You know, nobody want to hear that mess. Ten years from now, if it grows mm. like they want it to grow, and LeBron has three of them with, with his four, with his other four NBA championships, and the end tournament tournament has grown. Hopefully, like they had the NBA Finals grow. Yeah, and, 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 they may want to add something again, to them there later. The thing right. is, in this situation, though, Skip. I understand it's fascinating, right? It, it, we, we had a conversation early on in Kobe's career as the next Michael Jordan and all those sort of things, and it shifted to LeBron as the mantle was eventually passed on, and LeBron's been to, what, 10 NBA Finals or some number like that, and he's won four, and we continue to keep having this conversation right. about Michael Jordan. I love Michael Jordan, man. Michael Jordan taught me a lot, right. okay? I, there's no question about it, but... You cannot compare. It's just there's no comparison when you start Michael Jordan, LeBron. Like, they're different players, different eras, different styles, different leadership. Okay. It, 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 right. You just can't so, do it. So you're opting out of the debate. I got no, you. That's not right. what I'm well, doing. Well, you are. Here's the point. If LeBron leads the Lakers to this first in-season tournament championship, it will help his go case a little bit. It, it just will because it is another achievement. Right now, all he's got going for him in the GOAT debate is longevity records. He, he needs body of work. He needs 20-plus years serious? career. I, no, I, I think I'm speaking. That's why I'm very serious because he needs accolades. He is now the all-time leading NBA scorer and he did go into the bubble, a, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that we hope, knock on wood, will never happen to us again. He went into the bubble and won a bubble championship. If he goes into this little bubble in Las Vegas, it's not like that bubble was in Orlando, but if he goes to Las Vegas and wins this championship, it's another little feather. No, what it is is for you to be able to say he's a bubble champion again. That's well, what it is. Well, there's an asterisk on that one because that was bubblicious, man. That that was nobody wanted to be there. So if he gets so if he gets six, he's really got five to you. If he gets six, if they win this year and two years from now they get another one, it's got an asterisk on it. But I just don't want to hear people say, "Oh, he just won half a championship because he won the in-season who, tournament." Who would say that? He's other now than, got four who, and a half. Who would try Trust to set me, that narrative other than, other than you? There are billions of blind witnesses out there who will set that narrative starting on Saturday night if he pulls this off, and he well might. I think he will pull this off. So the the point is, you, you have to do it with body of work, totality to try to match up with a guy who went to six finals and won six MVPs with a 6-0 and record. Yes. It's hard mm. to fight because you're four mm. and six in the postseason. It's difficult because you lost six times in the postseason, six. So he won as many as you have lost. So, so it's, if just, LeBron, it's impossible so, to, to So LeBron need what, what does LeBron need? How many championships does LeBron need to satisfy you, Skip? Okay, well, he's already lost six, so I don't think he's going to get to 12 and six, right? So he's not going to double up on his, you know, six so and he 0 need, to 12 and six. 
So yeah. well, let, well, let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's can, talk a little bit about well, well, if you can, win six, well, what happened can, in the, the six can, times you yeah, lost? Or what happened? Or okay. what happened? Can, can we, what, many can times we talk, Michael can can we, didn't get to uh, uh, What happened against talk? Dallas the first go around in Miami with well, the Heatles? What what happened to LeBron? What happened to Michael in Detroit when Detroit was knocking Michael out, or Boston was knocking Michael out? Finals. Or Orlando was sending Michael home. Finals with Dwayne Wade with Chris Bosh. They lost. What happened in games? four, five, and six after LeBron James went back to his hotel room in Dallas after he went up two games to one. What happened, Keyshawn? He started making a list of people he's going to say, I told you so, you so, you so, you so. And what happened then right on schedule in game four and then game five and six LeBron had the three worst finals games he's ever had. It's well documented. Okay. He didn't play well. Play. And what was the guy, that, the guard, that that uh, smaller, uh, oh, God, you know the guard I'm talking about in Dallas, that, that uh, he couldn't post up. Yeah. Uh, I can't even think of a name. Okay. I'm drawing a blank because I'm sitting okay. here listening to you yeah. just go on and on about him not being able to finish the deal. But he was there. There's people that were not there, including Michael Jordan, that did not get to the finals until he got Scottie Pippen. And then all of a sudden, we want to act like MJ, who I love to death, is all MJ and nobody else. You can't so, do that, Skip. So do you think Scottie Pippen was equal to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Do I think Scottie Pippen was yeah. equal to Kareem yeah. Abdul-Jabbar? Yeah. For, his, fact, for his team, yes. What happened to Scottie after he left Michael? For his what, team, what yes. No. What do you no. mean? He went to Portland. Portland wasn't good like that. No, he went to Houston. First. Well, he was in Houston that, first. That yeah, they, they just it didn't work out. They in Portland. Out. So what, though? Yeah. You try to say that it doesn't matter that Michael didn't get to the finals at the times that he didn't have, Scotty. It matters. If you're going to use the same argument to say LeBron lost six, he was in it. Mm. He was in them. Okay, what, what happened to LeBron against the Spurs in 2014? Do you remember 2014? They, they got eliminated in five games in the NBA Finals, and starting in games two, three, four, and five, LeBron played, by his standards, lousy basketball. Help me out. I, I don't know. That happened. You he can't erase a, that, he was right? He kid. Okay. He, no, he wasn't a kid in 2014. He was maybe, if you go back to 2007 against the Spurs, Oh yeah, you 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 said Spurs. Oh, you yeah. said fourteen, not seventeen. This is after twenty thirteen. When remember, Ray Allen saved his legacy. Yeah, LeBron missed the yeah. three point that's shot. Part of, but that's part of but yeah. that's part of your teammates. Mm-hmm. That's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Steve Kerr knocked down late threes too. He made one. Yep. Uh, he, John uh, Paxson. Made oh, one. he on John Paxson knocked late threes down too. Mm-hmm. Yep, but Michael called the Steve Kerr play in the huddle. He said both of them are going to come. Hey, he called you it. You're going to make this shot. Ray Allen, nobody called that play because LeBron missed the shot. And yes, Chris he Bosch missed got it. the offensive rebound. Yeah, it, ta- it tipped it out to Ray, and Ray knocked it down. Because Pop had taken Tim Duncan out of the game. Help me out there. I don't really, I never got that one. But Ray Allen hit the greatest clutch shot I have ever seen to tie the game and send it in overtime. Then LeBron helped take over, and LeBron was great in game seven because my team couldn't get back up off the floor. Okay, so that's what happened. He's got potholes all through his legacy, dating back to his final series Dude. in Cleveland the first go-around when his owner accused him of quitting. Of quitting? Well, that, that's, a, that's a pockmark on your legacy. So you're trying to overcome it. Are you really winning. listening to Dan Gilbert? Well, am you I? Really, you're really going to listen to him. 
Well, I don't know. He, who he who basically him. LeBron yeah. went yeah. back to Cleveland. He did. And won him a championship. Mm-hmm. And the guy basically had to eat crow to get LeBron to come back. I don't think he ate come crow, on. but they just decided to coexist and they won a championship together. Okay. Right? They decided okay. to coexist. Okay. So, and in that last series in Boston, it was reported on ESPN, because I was there at the time, that LeBron had to be sedated for games four, five, and six against Boston because he was having an issue with a teammate in the locker room. Well, I don't know. There are all these excuses, but there are all these potholes in the legacy where you say, well, how did that happen? These things never happened to Michael Jordan. You do, you Michael did. never had a, a bad finals. Okay, right? so maybe he I don't. I, I haven't looked at all his numbers, but yeah. I'm sure if I go and I look through some of these games, whether it was finals or re- certain rounds, yeah. you're going to find holes, man. Try game Nobody's one. 100% perfect. Try game one against the Celtics with no Scottie Pippen when he scored 63. And after the game, Larry Bird said, I think I just saw Jesus in sneakers. They still oh, lost. <sighs> Jesus in sneakers. That was one of the all-time great teams, that Celtics team. This is a special pleasure for us. Joining us now is Jordan Seaton, the number one rated offensive lineman in this year's recruiting class. I'm talking about in the country. We're talking about six feet. What are we going to say? Five, six, five or six, six. Can I go go six, six? six. All right, let's go six, six, two ninety left tackle with a seven foot wingspan known for dominating at IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. So, obviously, everybody wants this young man who grew up in Washington, D.C. Speculation has run wild the last few days about which school he'll choose. And in just a moment, Jordan Seaton will announce his choice right here Mm. on Undisputed. Good morning, Jordan. And we got to know, were you able to sleep a wink last night? Couldn't sleep at all. It was like a a woke-up nightmare. Yeah. And do you, uh, do you feel good about what direction you're heading now? Yeah, my mind's in a clear uh, headspace right now, and I'm ready to announce How this draining has the last, you know, two, three weeks been of this process? Longest process, I say, for anyone, um, especially being a player of my caliber, um, coming together, everybody in your ear. So it's been a real, real long one. Did you have to go out last night and, like, take a walk by yourself, or did you get away from all the noise for a while? Um, yes, I definitely had to limit to distractions. Um, turn the phone off, get off social media. You know, just want to thank God for the opportunity that That's I have great. to play the game. You got seven, about seven teams that made your final, yeah. right? How many offers did you collect? You know, the offers is the yeah. big thing, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, the offers, the box, the whole thing. How many yeah. did you collect? Uh, I stopped counting after 45, 50. <laughs> I think I had every school besides um, Harvard. <laughs> Every school besides Harvard, well, yeah. hey, I mean, uh, Harvard yeah. would take you if you were. In a heartbeat, yeah, they, you they would too. <laughs> Harvard would take you and the homeboys from DC hey. just to get you. I got the grades too now. Yeah. Right. I, I believe it. Go, right. Michael. Hey, hey. Yeah. Jordan, 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 we straighten that out just to make sure they <laughs> clarify. You know what I mean? Let them know yeah. you got the grades to get there also. We Jordan. got the grades help, to get Help me there. bring you. Right. Help me bring you to. This NFL audience, Jordan, who would you say, what current player now in the National Football League that you most model, mimic your game after? 
Um, I like to model my game after Trent Williams. I knew he was going to oh, say that. I knew he was going to oh, say that. I knew he was going to say that. Right you got to understand. That's he a dog. The, that's a dog. He got the swag off the field, but on the field, he's mean and nasty. Yes. So I like to keep my uh, demeanor the same way. Okay, and you were said to have a healthy mean streak in you. Is that fair to say? Mean, nasty, healthy, all mean of that. All right. How many, so when you were going through this process, because the process, obviously, me and Michael, we both went through it. Um, like, when you started selecting these schools and thinking about these coaches that would be coaching you, were most of them saying you're going to come in and compete day one or we're going to redshirt you? Like, what was that conversation like? Um, the schools right now are talking to me plug and play. Um, I'm going to have to learn, the, you know, the officer playbook, the different schemes, but coming from IMG, they kind of teach us how to break the game down because some people look at the game from like a, oh, throw the ball deep, throw the ball that, but... You know, cut the field in half, do your one eleven. Mm -hmm. So, being being able to come in and play early, that's that's pretty much what. What's the doing. what's the most outrageous conversation that you've had? You don't need to tell me school or name or anything like that, a coach. But what's the most outrageous conversation you had with somebody? We used to sit back and was like, man, please. And it's been a lot of outrageous things going on in the recruitment recruiting process. Mm. I can't even tell you, dog. Mm -hmm. It's it's a dangerous game out here. Okay. It's a dangerous game out here. Yeah. Yeah, go hey, ahead, Jordan. Jordan, listen. Jordan, Jordan, right quick, let me just say this. It's a dangerous game, Jordan. As you keep climbing this ladder, you're going to run into some dangerous men coming on, on the other side. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I remember being just coming out of high school, and I was already looking at the, the Dale Greens and the great cornerbacks that are in the National Football League right now. Because if you're that great, you want to measure yourself against greatness. You just talked about it. Come on, man. Talk to me about them. You, you've seen some of them guys coming around the corner. I know in your mind you measure, can I handle the Michael Parsons, the Nick Bosa's? Tell me about what you see when you see those kind of dudes. When you see those kind of cats, um you got to be as detailed as possible. Mm. I'm not going to say I could block those dudes today, but I will be able to block everyone and anyone in that football league when mm. I get there. What, what? That's what I want to hear, brother. <laughs> that's, that's, what I want. that's what I'm saying. Yep. That, 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 now, listen, that's what you want on your offensive line right there. Somebody that's saying, I'm setting the tone. I don't care who he is. He reminded me of Eric Williams. I tell you this, young fella. Big Eric Williams, I think one of the best tackles I've ever seen. Apple. When he came in the league, and this I give to you, I was in the steam room with him for the Dallas Cowboys. I'm in the steam room with him. He was worried about making the team because we were not an early round draft choice. You'll be the first pick off the board. I told him this. I said, big fella, every time you line up, I said, what's your greatest fear? He said, me not being able to take care of my mother. I said, every time you line up, you look at that dude, that's what you think. That's what you say mm. before they snap that ball. Hey, Joker, you trying to stop me from feeding my mama. Mm -hmm. And then you proceed properly and do what you do. You take your greatest fear and you put it on the Nick Bosa's or the Michael Parsons, whoever you go up against when you get there. That's my advice to you, big fella. Love Thank it. you. Okay. Enough has been said. The time has come. Jordan Seaton, next year you will attend dot, 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 which school? First off, I would like to thank God, my family, everybody who's been in this recruiting process for me. You know, it's been a long one. 
not an easy one, but those who've been with me and stuck with me, seeing how we persevere when times get hardest. But for the next three to four years. Uh-oh. What's in the bag seat? What's in the bag seat? I'll be Wait going a minute. to. Wait a minute. The University <gasps> of Colorado. Oh, oh, I told y'all. He's a buffalo. Coach Ryan. Oh, some weird Shadur is Ooh. doing handstands. Woo. Hey. Oh, my God. This Dixon. is a text me. Coach Prime did it again. Did you alert Prime to this prior or he just now? Oh, I think he's just now, right now. Really? Hey, Prime, how you doing? <laughs> wow. Give us a call, hey, hey. Listen, listen. Let me answer that question. Uh, let, me, let, let me answer that question, how he's doing. Ooh. Time just texts me. He te Dion just texts me. He texts me right before the announcement. That's why I started That's jumping around. And prime zone. <laughs> I like it. And he watched it. He said, watch like how this plays out. So, hey, oh, my God. I'm so, I'm so excited. So, <laughs> hey, Dion texts me. He's so excited about it, man. man. Congratulations, big fella. Yes, sir. Man, 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 Congratulations. Congratulations. And man. by the way, Coach Prime said two days wow. ago, we will make the playoffs next year. Now it's expanded to 12 wow. teams, Big 12, where you'll yes. be playing. Wow. But your choice right now makes me wow. believe you are going to be a playoff team next year. Yeah, you got to wow. believe in Coach Prime. Wow. You know, have an opportunity to play with somebody who done it at the highest level, gold highest. jacket level. Um, many, very few can say they did that. You know, I got two Heisman candidates, you know, Shadir Sanders, Travis Hunter. You do. They're amazing. You know how they go. Um, yeah, man. And if you ain't rocking with us and you say you're a dog and you, you claim you're a dog, why are you not coming to Colorado? There you go. Why are you not helping Recruiting somebody who look like you? Thank you. Man, that's crazy. Oh, my God, man. That's, that's, Beautiful. That, that's pretty amazing right there, young man. It's pretty amazing. I'm telling you, as Dion was texting me and, and, and everything. Joy, let me – because this is interesting. I've always said it to be able to take on this kind of a challenge. You're not going, you're a great talent. You're not going to say, I'm going to be added to a great line. You're going to say, I'm going to be the genesis of growing a great line. How, how, how does that challenge motivate you? Um, I always like the challenge. I feel like nothing, everything that comes easy is nothing worth having. It's going to be, um, it's, going to be it's not going to be easy, but we're going to get the guys we need to get. And we will, we will play for a national championship. You know, you know? so crazy, skipping Michael. Yeah, yeah. Just sitting here listening to this young man, it, it right. sent chills right. through my body when he pulled out yeah, the Colorado that's, that's hat. It does, Keith. But at the same yeah. time, right. everybody that I've ever played with that talks like him, sounds like him, had major success at the college level and at the pro level. Tyron Smith. Oh, oh, just the, the, the conversation, mm -hmm. the words that yeah. come out of one's mouth. Mm -hmm. You sit there and you go, he gets it. He gets like, he it. literally gets it, mm -hmm. which is important. Right, right. Like, he said, how could you go somewhere else and not go somewhere and play for a guy who's done it that looks Agreed. like, like you. you? That's you so important, man. Jordan, which game did you attend on your recruiting visit to Colorado? Um, I visited the Colorado State versus Colorado game. Oh, wow. You was, was up all night on that yeah, one. We Thriller. We yeah, you was, was up all night. Because yeah. <laughs> of East Coast time, yeah. God, that game ended, what was that, a 10-30 West Coast game? 
was late. Yeah, it was late. It was late. And, yeah. and what were your first impressions of Boulder? Um, Boulder, the mountains are amazing. It's, it's just beautiful. beautiful. We it's just our beautiful. show there. It's just, it's just spectacular. It is. Yeah, there we go. You got the backdrop right behind you. So wait, so now that you... Wait, wait, let me ask one more. Hey, wait, wait, let's find out. Uh, how, uh, Jordan, you got some great ones came in to talk with you, and I heard that statement. What is it? You, got, you, you, got, you got Alabama. You got all of these great coaches sitting in there talking with you. I heard what you just said about, okay, I'm going to go and play with somebody that looks like me. What, was it, what else was it that Dion and how Dion, how did he get you to Colorado with all of these people coming after you this hard? Um, what, made it, what made Dion in Colorado stand out to me is – the development piece. Um, I got a coach coming in, real deal coach. He's going, he done it at all levels, played at it. So I just want to, you know, model his game, model Trent's game. And who, who better to do it than somebody who, you know, did it at all levels. Mm. And you know Shadur was the most sacked quarterback in all of college football last year, and I think right. that's about to change. Yeah, that will yeah. never happen again. Never happen again. Never happen again. Thank you. Man, that's I, right, boy. Hello, young man. Young man. Where you get this? Man, this balling, though. His times have changed. Times man. have changed. Where, where you get that from, man? Man, I got it from my dog, Taze the Jeweler, man. Taze the Jeweler? <laughs> Taze the Jeweler, the one and only. <laughs> Okay. If you ain't if you ain't got man, if you ain't got Taze the jeweler, where you at? <laughs> See, you, you feel the fact, Michael, he feels comfortable. It, it, like it's just, right, it, right. I, I like it. I like yeah, it. Prime so got right. him one. So and, and, and you know what else, Key? Yeah. You know what else, Key? He, he, like, like, Big, big, big fellas going to talk to other people, see? Dion yeah, knows he just, he knows, just he did. Knows, yeah. I, I'm going to help you get those linemen, just like Big Fella just recruited for him right here. Okay, so, so Keyshawn. Yeah. That's yes. a leader. Give him a little word to the wise. Give him a little advice for the career path he is now on. Well, I mean, you could obviously, the easiest thing is go to class, right? Yeah. Work hard, study up. That's, that's the easiest thing. Mm -hmm. Yes. And stay your ass out of trouble. Yes. That, that's it. But like Michael said earlier, with many of us as young black men that typically grow up in some households that may not be as functional as others. Yes, sir. You think about that as that journey goes, and you say to yourself, like Michael said, mommy, daddy, brothers, and sisters is really who you're doing it for. You're doing it for them. Yeah. Because you done already did it for yourself. Yes. Now, you lay the groundwork in the path to take them from the places that they at right now because they done everything to put you in that position. And you, every time you snap that lineup across from that defensive lineman or that linebacker or whatever the case is, or they pulling that tackle from left to right or you pulling on the left side and that little DB's out there, you go annihilate him. And you think, okay, I'm getting ready to buy my mom another house. I'm going to knock the, you know. And that's yeah. the mentality that you have to take with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some people, they just happy to get to see you logo. And if you approach it that way, I promise you, promise you right. you will three years from now we'll be debating we if you're going to be the number one pick or the second pick or the third pick or if a team's going to move up to get you right. if you just take that mentality along the way the sky is the limit mm. trust me on that one i know i was the number one pick in the draft right out of south central la around the corner as a receiver mm -hmm. all right yeah. and so when they told me no receiver could ever go number one overall i said yeah okay watch this and it was a hunger and knowing that my mom had a two-bedroom apartment with nine people living in it. 
and we had to get out of it. And I ain't talking about no 4,000 square foot apartment. I'm talking about, Skip, you know, these apartments out here. That yeah. might have been 800 square feet. I was going to say less. <laughs> yeah. 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 Michael, go. Yeah, big fella. Uh, yeah, also big fella, you know, I, I, I'll say this to you. You know, I, I've been blessed and fortunate enough to, to end up at that final place where you win championships. What you're doing here puts something special on it. When I got to Miami, Miami had won a championship before I got there, and then I went on and won more championships. When I got to Dallas, we won in 15, 3, and 13, and we raised that unit up to winning championships. You're going to Colorado on the down. Yep. I'm going to tell you something. When you raise it up, it means something more. If you had gone to one of those established schools, you become part of their great history. This school, you're writing this school great history. You're the beginning. You're the genesis of that great history. You understand that? You're going to put your name in a whole different place than it would ever have been if you did it at Alabama or one of these places that have done it a million times. When you do it in Colorado, it will mark you, and it will mark you above a lot of things, man. People will remember this forever. Every time, and I'm going to tell you what the last advice my brother gave me when I went to school. He said, Michael, you go ahead and messing around and not focus. And, And three years, four years later, you'll be doing the same thing. Or you can go in here and not chase any women or do anything. Go chase that goal of being the best. And three years, four years from now, everybody will chase you. Go chase that goal of being the best and go chase championships. And then everybody will chase you. Mm. So, Jordan, sum it up for us. Now that you've made your announcement, how does it feel? I feel like a buff, man. (laughs) Um, Again, I can't say this as many times. I just want to, I'm just blessed to be in this opportunity. So many trials and tribulations are, you know, in my life. As you may experience back in yours. Oh, yeah. It ain't easy. Mm. It ain't easy, but you got to keep working, head down, keep your nose clean, and everything that you wish and dream for, it does come Mm. through. Hard work won't be denied. When do you put pen to paper? What day? December 20th. December 20th. Mm. You're going to a good place with a great man. You made a an all-time great choice. Congratulations. Oh, yeah, man, congrats. Yes, thank you, guys. I can't, can't wait. Uh, I can't Jordan wait. Jordan Seaton, a Colorado Buffalo.